Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of our 50 Reasons to Visit Ireland. My name is Caitlin, and I spent a semester in Ireland. And I'm Joel, and I spent the first 22 years of my life in Ireland. We both currently work at Crystal Travel and Tours in Boston. We're breaking down many things that make Ireland such a special destination. It's an overused phrase, as I like to say... But there really is something for everyone there, and we intend to prove that. We have various themes we'll focus on, and within those themes, we'll count up from 1 to 50. Our current theme is castles, and today, reason 16 is castle hotels. <laughs> I like to think my accent was better than yours, Sarah, but... I think I got your intonation, though. I think I did a pretty good job. Maybe, I don't know, when we listen back, I think, <laughs> we'll, both dry, be, <laughs> I think we'll both be The dry yet cool Joe Donnellan. Cool. I think I captured your essence. I think I got some American accent in there I thought you'd go for a little bit of a higher I a meant, higher I octave. meant to, but I, I decided to go more for the accent. Cause, okay, yeah, okay. Usually when I put on an accent, I just try and sound like the person, but I, I end up just putting on the voice, so it would have been just the higher octave mm, without any. I see, that's what, that's what we're going with. Alright. Yeah, I don't know. I'll take it, I'll take it. So today we talk about castles. Castle, castle hotels, to be more specific. Did you know that there are more than 30,000 castles and castle ruins found in Ireland? I saw that in the show notes and I wanted to call bullshit on it immediately. It's the truth. And I was like... It's the truth. 3,000 maybe. And I said, when I was in Wales, they said that Wales is the capital of castles in the entire world because of the density of castles in the country. Hmm. So I looked up immediately when I saw 30,000. I said, how many castles in Wales? And they said, 600 but it's down to like a hundred still standing now. So I said, there is no way 30,000 could be correct. I can and then I found it I, I found it in a number of different sources, <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's probably true. I know Not there's a, a lot deal. of ruins counted there and all that, yeah. but it's still really, really And you really wonder impressive. too, when they say ruins, what do they mean? Like just a few rocks standing like, oh, it's a castle. It used to I be did a air castle. quotes. All right. Well, let's let's dive in here. Why were castles built and what was their purpose? They were built as large homes for clan chiefs or Anglo-Norman settlers. And they really stood as a way to protect occupants against an enemy's attack. Makes sense. Today, you know, many of us think of castles as pretty, fairy tale like fluffy, oh, Disney princess, blah, blah, blah. And even though that's true to an extent, you know, they're very glamorous, a lot of them, and very luxurious... It's important to remember they were built in the olden days for war, for right. warlike purposes. I think the meaning of a castle changed over the years as well. They were originally built for defense, but then as not war got lesser, but that mm-hmm. as you know, they began to defend themselves and they set up defenses almost around the castle, and the castle sure. became the epicenter of the settlement or whatever, rather than the first line of defense anymore and it just became more and they also stood too as a symbol of uh prominence i think and um importance and wealth absolutely Mm. yes so who built castles well as we kind of talked about a little bit ago when i said anglo-norman settlers the anglo-normans built them whoa surprise surprise here's a little history lesson for you here's where that comes in 
The Normans invaded Ireland in the 12th century. 1169 to be precise. Wow, yeah. you've, been, you've been taking notes. Good job, gold star. And this began with their conquering of Wexford. They controlled more than half of Ireland at the height of their ruling. And that's a big part of why you see so many castles all over is because they had so much land that they had in their power. Where will you find castles in Ireland? Well, the obvious answer is all over. Uh, 30,000, so that's pretty much... Are they not just in one corner of the country now? They are not just in one corner. Negative, Ghost Rider. Uh, But going off of that war mindset, castles were placed strategically back in the day. They were often built near bodies of water and were often protected by one part of the sea or high on a hill where they could oversee the land around them. Yeah, that's important either there was an area behind them that they didn't need to protect or that they could see everything was basically how you mm-hmm. said it there and it was yeah it was the same with with all the castles that were built with defense in mind and with being able to see your enemy and gain the advantage that way let me ask you this joe do you because i know for me living in america I, I honestly don't know i know we have a few castles here but they're very like eh, compared to ones in europe so how I love castles. I think they're fun. I think they're just exciting and everything. But growing up in Ireland, growing up in Europe in general, I know castles are far more common. What is the European view of castles? I don't consider Ireland Europe in, okay. in, in, in the European <laughs> sense because it's not mainland Europe. It's its own kind of sure. island and it's very different to your... France's and Spain's and whatever. Sure. Um, but yeah, I suppose there is castles all over Europe. Um, what is my view of them? They were a normal part of life of growing, growing up. up. I mean, okay. they were they were a kind of a special thing, I guess. But I don't think we realized that we had so many compared to other places. Like, sure. Because you know, I mean, and now you come here and you're like, oh wait a minute, this there is no kind of a big deal. Castles, yeah. Well, speaking of castles all over Ireland, it's hard to narrow it down, but we have a few favorites, a few favorite castle hotels, to be more specific. And important to mention that, as usual, we're cheating here, and (laughs) next week, some of the castles we don't mention this week, we are going to manage to segue into our next episode. Yes, we we do not mean to hurt any castle's feelings, of course. We will be uh, giving shout-outs to the best, or trying to at least. So let's start out with one of our favorite castle hotels, Ashford Castle. This was built by the de Burgo clan in the 13th century. What year, Joe? What year? Oh, come on. You were doing so well. Something. You were doing so well. It was like 1215, actually. <laughs> this was after the de Burgo clan defeated the O'Connors. And, and the reason I put that into the notes is because, you know Bridie? I do know, I do guess, know Bridie. Guess, I do, yes. Guess what Bridie's maiden name is? O'Connor. Yeah, wow. so I married into the O'Connor clan. Oh wow, yeah. my goodness. I'm going home for an O'Connor wedding in three How weeks. Fun. So, yeah. How fun. Yes, Joe is married to Bridie's daughter, so in case anybody's listening and does not quite get the married to what now? Who? Okay. Yes. That's very exciting. Um so Ashford. So I'm married to a family of losers is what I was basically, trying to say basically basically the Debergo yeah. <laughs> clan Ashford Castle stands to remind you that every day every day uh, Ashford Castle's architectural design set the precedent for other castles so when Irish chieftains were looking for construction ideas they looked to Ashford Castle and they then built places like Donegal Castle which has a lot of um, influence from Ashford. Ashford Castle's owned by the Guinness family for over a hundred years. 
I did not know that. Sure was. Yeah. That's fun. Passed down through the generations. My goodness. The Guinness is owned. What a cool life. The Guinness is owned a lot of the country. Like they own wow. half of Wicklow as well. Can they just adopt yeah. me? I think that would be so <laughs> cool. I would love that. You'd love to have money, would you? Uh, wow. I, I mean, would you not? Like, yeah, come on yeah. now. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so Ashford Castle became a castle hotel in 1939. It's located in Kong, County Mayo. Which is just a small village that no one really heard of, Joe, until a little film called The Quiet Man hit the scene and was filmed there in 1951. Have you seen The Quiet Man, Caitlin? I've seen clips. Do you maybe I need to brush up on it for the future oh, episode that it might I be mentioned do. in? I think in more I'm going to have a movie marathon in my uh, near future, indeed. Ashford Castle has changed ownership many times since then, and it's gone from strength to strength. It was regularly voted one of the best hotels in the country and the world. And I'm jealous to say I have not been there. So what's special about it besides its cool history? It's got a great location near Kong, as I mentioned, but it's an easy day trip from places like Galway, Connemara, Westport, Ackhill, and it's not a terrible distance from the Shannon Airport, which makes arriving and departing pretty simple. It's actually a pretty good place for kind of your last two nights of your trips. Okay. Mm if you're doing multiple trips. But yeah, you can base yourself there for the last couple of nights and you can do some of the activities I and like you can it. also do some touring of the area. Yes. Castles like this are more resorts than anything. Um, it's not just about going to a place to rest your head when we talk about these castle hotels. And Ashford Castle is definitely one of those. There's so much to do. But when I think of a resort, I think of it's close to the beach and it's got sure. a pool and sure. it's got this and the other. But sure. resorts in Ireland are, are much totally different. totally different thing. Yes, totally different thing. You've got Rory McElroy, who we mentioned in the last episode, was married there on Saturday. That's a fun sure, fact. Sure was. Look at us, all these little fun facts for you guys. It was the wedding of the decade, apparently. Uh, if you can afford to spend 54 k on fireworks, then I guess you deserve that title. I could have three weddings for that price. Actually, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to probably have a pretty expensive <laughs> wedding one day. Well, once so. you marry one of the Guinnesses, I guess. <laughs> That'll be... Absolutely. And now we're talking. In its time, the castle has played host to many notable guests, including people like King George V and his consort Queen Mary, John Lennon, pretty cool, George Harrison, Oscar Wilde, whose father, Sir William Wilde, had an estate adjacent to Ashford, where the writer spent much of his childhood. President Ronald Reagan, not too shabby, Prince Edward, also cool, uh, the U.S. Senator Ted Kennedy, John Wayne, Brad Pitt, my, the list goes on, Pierce Brosnan, Prince Rainier III of Monaco, and his consort, of course, Princess Grace, not to be forgotten. I, I love that they call their wives or girlfriends their consort, as if it's just, like, <laughs> almost a more menial position than, than you know, they don't want to be totally attached to them, but they do come along with them on trips, kind of, it's just here. like... I mean, we'll, we'll bring her along, I guess, huh? Why not? Royalty, man. <laughs> I guess famous Dick people have to stay somewhere, right? That's something I always wonder about is like that's the list of all of the famous people that seem to have stayed at Ashford where do all the rest of the famous people stay mm, you know? <laughs> I mean there's a lot of famous people these days what do they do where do they and go yet, they are famous people throughout history and I like see that I see that it's a question I always well wonder. when I marry into money and I am a Guinness I will do my homework and research and I'll tell you, you where I stay so Mr. Guinness and his consort Caitlin Potts <laughs> exactly a girl can dream. 
Uh, Dromelin Castle is another big one. Now, Dromelin Castle is not as old as Ashford, uh, as the current building was completed in 1835, but it does date all the way back to Brian Baru, which sounds like kangaroo. Kind of silly. Come on now. Silly. Silly Billy Brian Baru. Silly. Bally Dally. Oh, yeah. We're not mentioning that today, though. We're not mentioning that today. It does date all the way back to Brian Baru and his sons over a thousand years ago. The surname O'Brien means son of Brian. Brian Baru, there you go. We're, and co- we're covering everybody's surname today. We are, and I that did mention a while back that I'm related to the O'Brien mm-hmm. clan as well on my uh, my dad's mother's yeah. side, I guess. The whole surname thing is interesting. You can trace them back. Anna and I are sisters, basically, <laughs> and best friends. You can trace, sure. Okay. We're the you, best of friends. I, I hope she knows that. I think she does. It's funny how she you gives can... me gifts. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Free gifts. It's funny how you can trace back like most or many of the surnames in you know the main surnames of Mm -hmm. Irish people back to these handful of men like the O'Brien surname goes back to Brian Brew in the same way that as we mentioned before in a previous episode Uh that the surname O'Neill goes back to Nile of the Nine Hostages and I presume I don't exactly know O'Connor but that's another huge Irish name and that goes back to uh, a guy called Connor sure sure exactly Brian Baru is one of the most famous men in Irish history, as Joe said, and he was the High King of Ireland. The landlords were generally seen as fair and good people through the years, especially at Dromelin Castle. It was because of this that they often struggled to make it financially viable. It was passed down through generations of O'Briens until 1962, when it was sold to an American with Irish roots. That American's me. Did anybody buy that? <laughs> No, no. Nope. No. It was sold on again in 1987 and further renovated to, similar to Ashford, uh, becoming one of the best resort hotels in Europe. So what's so special about it? Well, Joe, you're going to find out. You you kind of already know, but I'm going to tell you anyway. When it gets to over 100 acres, who really cares? I mean, come on now. But there is more than 400 acres on the estate to explore. 350 at Ashford, by the way. So is that a measuring contest between the two castles? Absolutely. Which one has more land? Absolutely, yes. It's a a size contest. (laughs) Size matters. Size does matter. Uh, So location, 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 uh, with castles especially, and any form of accommodation, but this castle for sure. It's mere miles from Shannon Airport, and it's a great base to explore all of County Clare. Can I name the famous people for this one? If you want to. We'll let you have this moment. Our esteemed president, George W. Bush, uh, was he 42? Oh God, I don't know. I don't know, but people yeah, seem, people something. seem to like him a lot more these days for some reason, I'm not <laughs> sure why. Um, he spent the night of Friday, 26th of June, 2004 at wow. Dunedin Castle wow. to attend an EU-US summit held at the facility. Um, he was guarded by approximately 7,000 police, military, and private security forces during his 16-hour visit. Imagine how much money that costs so just much to money. take a president around the place. My tax dollars. Your tax dollars. Uh, we're seeing that in action again these goodness, days, but goodness. we don't get political around here. No, so. we do not. <laughs> negative, negative. Uh, over the years, many other famous people have stayed at Dromolin Castle, including Bill Clinton, Juan Carlos I of Spain, without a consort by the looks of it, Uh, (laughs) Nelson Mandela, Muhammad Ali, Richard Branson, Jack Nicholson, Johnny Cash, the inimitable Michael Flatley, who we talked about a couple of episodes ago, 
Bono and John Travolta, who I guess is wow. as famous as all of them people too. He's a cool enough. dude. I sure is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's that's more famous people for you. So, Joe, did you stay anywhere that a famous person stayed? Well, I'm glad you asked. When I was in Costa Rica, we stayed at a resort, and we were we got up stupid early in the morning to do one of the activities. We were going ziplining, uh-huh. and we sat beside the Wall of Fame or whatever. So I can't remember most of the people who were on it, and most of them probably weren't that famous. All right. But there was one guy... Charlie Sheen stayed there. What? Which was exciting, but straight was away. Was he winning? Was he winning <laughs> the whole it, time? It was around that time, <laughs> yeah. Um, Tiger but I did notice on the way to the resort that, like, a mile up the street in the middle of nowhere, there was a gentleman's club. And as soon as I saw that Charlie Sheen stayed at the hotel, I knew that he <laughs> he had to have gone to the gentleman's <laughs> club while he was there too. So that gave me a that's little hilarious. chuckle at the time. Oh my god, that's <laughs> funny. I yeah, only Charlie Sheen to keep our fun castle hotel list going. We've got Clontarf Castle. It's not so much a resort like the two previous ones that we just talked about, but it is considered more of a boutique hotel. There's been a castle on the site since 1172, you know, back in the day, about 150 years after the Battle of Clontarf, one of the most famous battles in Irish history. It was owned by the Knights of Templar. Do you know who they were? Do I know who they were? I don't know who they were. You don't know I have the a feeling Knights... you know who they you were. You don't know who the Knights Templar were? Oh, should I? Read the Da Vinci Code and stuff like that? No, I saw the movie and I got a little bored with it, to be honest. I did hear the book was much better, you got though. Bored by Tom Hanks? I did. I like Tom Hanks, but maybe not so much Tom Hanks, but there were just very dry moments for me. I know a lot of people loved it, and I'm getting a lot of, a lot of grimaces right now, probably on the other side of people's computers, iPods. Stereos, whatever they're using. Maybe, maybe you need to stop talking. Okay, so. <laughs> I think that's always play, isn't it, Joe? <laughs> oh, that's what I meant in general. Yeah, just in general. <laughs> I don't know who they were. Should I? Um, the Knights Templar were a religious organization okay. that were almost like a religious militia, but they were also kind of a fighting army, and they took part in the Crusades, and ah. they also had like a banking wing where they um, made a lot of money I guess I'm not really sure how it works but the way I like to think of them is and I'm going to bring this back to Game of Thrones as usual (laughs) is the sparrows in Game of Thrones I'd say in their early days they were just like a religious fanatic organization that uh, that used their violence but also their money to kind of get what they want I think and uh, yeah they lasted for quite a while and they owned quite a bit of property across Europe um, at the time, so, yeah. Sounds like some kind of conniving, clever... Well, they don't really exist anymore, I hope, so... Well, I don't... (laughs) I hope so, too. I just mean back in the day, of course. Well, I did get my little history lesson there, didn't I? Mm -hmm. As with all castles, Clontarf Castle was passed through many generations and was sold numerous times. It only became a castle hotel in 1997. How many years ago was that, Kitten? Ten? 20? 20? <laughs> 20? I was just thinking that that's the year that Titanic came out, and I think our intern would appreciate <laughs> that reference. So I'm pretty sure it was 97, actually. You'd have to ask him. Have I told you the story about me going to Titanic to see it in the cinema? No. Did you see it in 3D when it came out? 
I don't think we had 3D in Ireland in yes, 1997. You did. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking 2012 when it came out. No, 3D. no, oh, no, no. No, do dish the deets. Um, Let's do this. I was not 12 at the time. You but were there not. was a 12s rating on Titanic. <laughs> and I had never been to a 12s movie before, but my, my mother was completely on board that uh, I could go see it. You could see Rose getting drawn so naked. We finished <laughs> so we finished the milking the cows that evening, and myself and my older brother and my older sister all went in together. And the plan was mm. my sister and I would pretend we were twins because there's 17 months between us. So we came up Who's with. Who's older the, and younger? She's older and okay. younger. Um. As I said, my older sister. I'm sorry. So. I'm sorry. I'm. I've got Leonardo DiCaprio so on my brain right now. We went to the movies, and the idea was if we were asked for a date of birth, because you don't have an ID when you're 12, obviously, or 11. In my sure. Case. Sure. If we were asked our date of birth, we were going to say my date, but my sister's year. Okay. Okay. Which would have made us both just over 12. Sure. Sure. Perfect. Couldn't go wrong. There you go. Flawless. Except we forgot that my sister might not exactly know when my birthday is. So, so we were walking through. We handed in our tickets and we were walking and then the manager comes running out. Hey, excuse me. Stop. Hey. <laughs> What's your date of birth? He asks my sister first. Oh, no. She goes the 25th of September, 1987, which is a day before I'm the 26th. No. Which is fine, except I'm terrible at lying. So <laughs> I attempted to say my real birthday. <laughs> I was like the twenty twenty fifth of September, nineteen eighty seven, and went beat red. <laughs> oh, no. Did you get kicked out? Oh, we definitely got kicked out, and our brother, our brother was so so mad at us because he was didn't get mom, to see it. That was your mom with you at the time? She was. Was yes, she upset we were, too? It Mama was. Donnellan? It was upsetting. We got a refund, but we didn't get to see Titanic. And I don't think I ever went back to try then and see it. Then you just go to another there. theater, like, another cinema. Right? You I could. I could. Next town over. If I knew then what I know now, I could have gone in five minutes later and probably gotten in. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> I, I too saw Titanic, although I'm two years younger than you, so I would have been. You were what eleven? You said I would have uh, been about nine, I guess, right around there. Yeah. Wow. Think about the things that you saw when you were a kid, and, and now I just I can't imagine. <laughs> not, not that it's horrible, but I just can't imagine. Oh sure, my my little girl. Let's go watch. <laughs> my goodness. All right, moving on here. Enough Titanic chat for the day. Uh, so what is so special about Clontarf Castle? Well, its location, of course. A lot of these castles have pretty cool locations. It's just north of Dublin City, making it a perfect last night, as it's a very short spin to Dublin Airport. The boutique feel makes it different to the likes of Dramaland and Ashford. It's close to a city, and it doesn't have hundreds of acres, so you get sort of a different feel, but a very good one nonetheless. Next up, we've got Castle Martyr. This was built by oh, the Knights of Templar. This is why I tell you. Whoa, this is why, huh? In 1210, who were one of the most famous of the Christian military orders. I think we just discussed this. Under the leadership of Richard Earl de Clare, most commonly known as Strongbow. And I... The drink Strongbow. That's where that comes from. Mm hmm also, I learned his name as Richard Fitzgilbert de Clare in school, but so but that's wrong. fine. No, it's You're right. Me wrong material. He was an earl. I can't, I can't work point. like this. He was he invaded Ireland in mm. 1169. Um, he was the like the head of the Norman army or whatever. So he's another. So he's kind really, of a big deal. He's yeah. He's one of those 
big names in Irish history. You have Strongbow, and you have Brian Brew, and you have... A handful of men in Irish history, huh? Yeah, Michael Collins, Wolf Tone. Yeah, there's, there's some real famous ones there, and he's mm. one of them. Mm. Fun stuff. So, Castle Martyr has changed hands many times. No surprise there. But one of the owners was reputed to be Sir Walter Raleigh. I like that. That's do you a fun know who fact. he was? I do. He was a very prominent figure in American history. Why? He did stuff. Yeah. In Virginia. Do you know what he's famous for in Ireland? I don't know. Growing up, I was probably not as good in school as I should have been because I took everything at face value. So if somebody told me somebody did something, it was like it might have happened. Like Marconi invented whatever the hell he invented. Good job. Ra- radio. Um, Is that how you turn in your, your paper? I don't know. Um, <laughs> your turn. But anyway, they invented these things, and to me, that's just like, oh, he accidentally stumbled across this, like, Newton. The apple fell. Yes. It was like, he was just some guy sitting under a tree, and an apple fell, and then he was like, oh, wait a second, why did that apple fall? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. When in reality, he dedicated years of his life to figuring this kind of stuff out, and it didn't happen by accident. Sure. Benjamin Franklin, with his kite and his key... That was one of probably thousands of experiments he went through to try and figure stuff out, whereas to me it was just like an accident that these things happened. <laughs> so to me, Sir, Wal- lucky. Sir Walter Raleigh was just the guy who brought potatoes to Ireland. Oh, and I didn't again, know that. in my head, when th- when I'm told that, I think he hopped on a boat with a little sack of potatoes and went and you know went and planted them, <laughs> potatoes, and his neighbor potatoes. came along one day and was like, "What the hell are those?" <laughs> and he was like, oh, they're these nice little things that I, you know, I can eat the skin, I can eat, they're delicious. I'm you want one? Try one. Yeah, try one here. I have some <laughs> of these little seeds. Try them. And then they just spread and spread and spread. Not the case, Not huh? the case, no. He was like a poet and a scholar, and he was just this really important figure of the time. And it's actually refuted that he, he bought the potato darling because apparently wherever he traveled would not have had the potato at the time, so he possibly could not have done it, so... Interesting. My childhood is a lie, etc. Did he have a yeah. business going? Did he sell them, or did he... I, I, I have no idea. Come on, just not... <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? I, I, wasn't, are you I doing? wasn't around. What are you doing? Jeez. So, while Castle Martyr still remains in ruins on the estate, it is the magnificent manor house where guests actually stay when they come and uh, want a place to rest their heads. A certain film was shot here in the last years, and it may appear in a future episode on <coughs> 21. <coughs> Does that mean we're doing films in one of these? Or what? I, I, I'm saying nothing. I'm saying oh, nothing. Oh, we might, we might have a new theme We may. Up in I mean, we have been known to change 18. themes, yeah. have we not? Yeah, we might have a three-part <laughs> three part theme coming up after indeed, this one. Indeed, indeed. Well... Do you have a favorite castle in Ireland? I do, Joe. Ballynahinch Castle, actually. Um, We had a little discussion about this a while ago. It's not in a podcast, but at work. I'm I'm trying to clarify for people who are thinking, (laughs) what did I miss? What did I miss? Because I'm sure they're all thinking that. Um, The location itself, it's very close to Connemara, so you've got beautiful, beautiful scenery. You've got 450 acres of gardens and, and walks you can take. There's a large range of activities. Um, you've got your fishing, your golfing, your shooting. There's um, so can we go back there? If size matters, then Ballinahinch wins, right? Because it's 450 acres. I mean, there's a reason that's my favorite, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's a river sidewalk you can take. It's along the Wild Atlantic Way too, which I should note because that's 
also great for scenery and location. But my favorite thing about this is when you go, and this is something that I have not heard of as far as castle hotels or really anywhere for that matter, you can plant a tree while you're there. So they, you know, give you everything that you need and you go out in their little their little garden area, forest I should, area. I should video Caitlin doing this because she is doing all sorts of weird I'm hand and shoulder <laughs> movements. It's like she's sprinkling stuff into My a witch's cauldron. <laughs> she's like, Ooh. My friends tell me I'm animated sometimes, so this is no surprise to me. But uh, yes, you plant a tree while you're there and they will update you on, like, it's growth and everything and, and honestly it's like you're leaving your roots in Ireland you're leaving a part of yourself there on your trip what do a they, cool thing to do do they give you the GPS coordinates so they that you can do. check it out in Google Earth what Arts? a totally random question <laughs> that you had not planned or, or thought yeah, to no, uh, I just, have I, me I have, a, I have an entrepreneurial spirit so I kind of think about these I totally off the questions. cuff right yeah. <laughs> so while this is one of my favorites and maybe my favorite castle to stay in as a hotel it's important for me to note that you definitely need two nights to really get the full experience. Um, most clients are upset with themselves for not staying two nights. They go there like, oh, one night's fine. I want to see a lot of Ireland, whatever. But you really do need the two nights to get that the experience. The real castle experience. The real experience. And how about you, Joe? Let's talk about your favorite mm, castle. Me? Well, yes. I stayed at Cabra Castle in December. And Cabra is a castle we use quite a bit for last night um, stuff because when we send people to Ireland, a lot of them will want to experience a castle. Sure. And mm. on a last night, it's always a good idea. You want to, if they want to experience a castle, it's a good time to do it. Is on the last night because that is the end, the highlight of the trip. You don't want to give them the castle at the beginning and then put them in a three-star hotel the next night because that's a you know. Wah, wah. Yeah. So. That's why we like to do the castle on the last night, and there are only so many castles you can go with. Um, but Cabra is one of our favourites. It's about an hour, an hour and 15 from Dublin Airport, and it's a huge castle in Cavan. So it's just, it's a really nice location to uh, put people. So we stayed there in December, and we stayed in the kind of the... Not in the outhouse, I was going to say out in the barn. They put us sleeping <laughs> on the straw. But because there's only so many rooms in the castle itself, there's obviously some buildings further on um, that are, you know, they're just as old and just as nice. Sure. Just beautifully appointed. But it's almost like its own little village when you get out there. There's these winding kind of cobblestone um, drives and... It just, it gave me a feeling for some reason of like Harry Potter in oh. Hogsmeade or one of them. And I really wanted it to snow while we were there because it, the lighting was just so oh. fairy tale and if it was snow on top Harry of that. And it was just, it was really, really nice. And then from there, you could just step out into the, it was like a cold night air and, you know, a hundred yards to the, the castle itself. So and you kind of enter through the back of the castle and just get lost going upstairs and downstairs and through corridors and there's beautiful art and paintings everywhere. Did you everywhere. feel like you were about to get sorted? It pretty much, yeah. Yeah, put on the I, hat. But instead, I just got the most delicious dinner I've ever had in my life. We had like a <laughs> five-course meal there, and I it think was I saw just pictures. incredible. Yeah, yep. Sat there for like, I felt like an Italian sitting at dinner for about three hours, but it was it was incredible. Not too shabby. And then, other than that, because I'm not finished yet, there was just open fires everywhere where you could sit and warm yourself with a drink or whatever and just kind of sit and relax and they were you know they were in reception they were in the dining room they were so everywhere cool. yeah. so so cool so. feeling like a royal yeah. well there are dozens more hotels that we could mention uh, but 
as we said earlier, we kind of cheated a little. We'll be mentioning some of them next week. And we'll cheat a little more because Caitlin did mention Bally Alley Castle earlier and that'll be mentioned in another oh. episode in a different theme entirely. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. Game of yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bally Seed as well uh, is worth mentioning later on down the line. Bally CD, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, CD! Oh, I just thought Seed. That's fair, but wrong. Because the... So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the yeah, moral, well, I think, of all these podcasts. Fair yeah. try, Caitlin, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I know there are all kinds of things you can watch, you can get your get your castle history uh, yeah, on and I everything. Yeah, I accidentally stumbled across one of them one day on, when I was on Netflix. Um, there's a... So I think it's a six-part documentary on Irish castles oh. uh, by... I think Simon Delaney is the host. He's a semi-famous domestic Irish actor he hasn't made in the big time or anything but he's, <laughs> well he's famous domestically I guess but def- <laughs> definitely not famous internationally but he does a good thing where he goes around and visits some of the castles around the country and gets cool. some of the history and the you know meets some of the people it's it's a pretty good way to get introduced to worth castles of Ireland worth huh worth binging yeah I haven't, finished, I I ha- I haven't finished it yet but yes <laughs> before I get my Kong on so Caitlin I have a new segment today <laughs> <laughs> Before I get my con- oh, it was filmed in Kong. I thought you were talking King Kong, and I was like, that wasn't filmed in Arden, Kate. No, no, okay. I just no. Anyways, yeah. Uh, do we have a little trivia here? Uh, it's a new segment that we're going to do for the castle wow. theme, and you have no idea what it means because Moat, it's an- another Game of Thrones reference. There's a castle, or a, um, a settlement in Game of Thrones called Moat Kaelin. Which is okay. Ka- Caitlin without the T. Sure, sure. No, so, no, I gather that. But what so, season is this in? Because I've seen some Game of Thrones. It's in the books. It's in... Okay, I don't read the books. It's in the most previous season. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Most previous. I'm on, like, like season sixth. three. Well, that's your fault. Well, that's... Anyway. Your fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your fault. Anyway, okay. I, I have listed five castles here. And I want you to tell me... Which of them are real and in Ireland, and which of them are not? I'm okay. calling this segment Moat Caitlin. Oh, wow. Okay. So, number one clever, clever. is Boston Castle. Come on. Fake, fake. Okay, wrong. Where's Boston it Castle is in County Clare, I think. I okay. can't actually remember, but yes, it does okay. exist. It's a ruin, but it's there and it mm. exists. Yeah, I think it's Boston County Clare. Yeah. Sounds, sounds lame. Okay, um, I'll let you say the next one. Leap Castle. Do you think that exists? It, it does exist. It's Lep Castle, but yes. <laughs> That's why I let you say it, because if I, if I said Lep, you would have gone, oh, well, it definitely exists. So how did you know that exists? Because I've heard of it. Because uh, you've blogged on it before, haven't you? I, I have indeed, yes. I'm familiar with it. I've blogged on it. I've yeah, seen photos of it. Me. I work at Crystal Travel, all yeah. right? I think I know. What about Castle Freak? It is not real. Castle Freaks and Geeks is real. What a weird name! If, that's like, what's why it's be, in there. Well, just what? Okay, where? Where? Where is it located? Can't remember. I think it's Cork. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I, think I mean it's that's kind of like the shitty end of like if you're if you want a castle, like come on, like oh I'm I'm from Drumland or oh I'm the Guinness and I own this castle. Oh, Castle Freak. When have castles started talking and, <laughs> and making bullying each other? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just come on, like that's like the wimpy cat. No, it's probably not wimpy. I should. I should leave, I, leave Castle Freak I alone. It's no doing its own thing. Okay. I mean, no disrespect. You okay. don't even know what it's like on the inside. <laughs> All right, uh, Castle Salem. That's our next one. Yes. It is real. Why? Because I've been to Salem, and there is a castle there. Salem, where? Salem, Massachusetts. I am asking if there's a castle Salem in Ireland. Well, you didn't refer. I did. You didn't. You didn't say it has to be in Ireland. Okay, well, it has to be in Ireland. Well, no, that's you can't change the rules now that I've said my answer. So I'm okay here. There is one, and it's in Salem. I think I there there is one in Ireland. Yes. I feel like I should be making the rules here. I feel like no. Yes, there is one in Ireland. It's also in Cork. Is that a wimpy castle or is it a? It's not a wimpy castle because Salem is a cool place. Diary of a wimpy castle. How do you know if Salem and Cork is a cool place? Because I I've do. Ne- I've never heard of it. Because I do. Okay, that's fair. I just do. And the fifth one, Castle Potsinger. Fake. P-O-T-T-S. Fake. I, you're sure? Yes. Why? Because it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> I thought it would be too obvious to put in just Castle Pots. I knew you'd definitely yeah. know that was fake, but I thought Castle Potsinger. I thought maybe it might be somewhere in England or somewhere, but I don't, I still, no, I still think no, it's there's fake. No, there's no Castle Potsinger. I'm a little sad, though. A little sad there that I do not have maybe a castle that I can claim ancestry maybe to. Maybe your Guinness boyfriend will build you one. Shout out to Mr. Guinness. You should really learn his first name if you're going <laughs> to... You're going to Minor marry the details. man one day and take Minor all his money. Details. So we've got pots and plants. No, we don't have pots and plants. She's trying to skip over. <laughs> Get out of doing some work, huh? Dang it. No, we've got Caitlin and Conch. Of course we do. Episode 16. So you must be fluent in Irish at this point. I actually have dreams where I'm speaking Irish. It mustn't be for- it's like Joey and friends. Jenna flu flu flu. That's exactly what Yeah, that. pretty much. All right. Three, okay. two, one. Ba me Liam ah B posta E in Aaron. Wow. <laughs> posta is the closest you got to a word there. Posta, yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so here's the phonetic pronunciation. Ba wa. Wah, yeah. It sounds like baby talk. We've done that before. It sounds like baby talk. <laughs> Bawa lum ave or ve? Ve. Ave. Bawa lum ave. Posta eh? E. e. It's just an e. E. Okay, well then I would put e e, not e. I put e e. Okay. E. Okay. Bawa lum ave. Posta e. Goshlon in Erin. Very good. Wow. What does that mean? Well, good thing you asked. <laughs> I have an answer. Um, it's not a correct one. It's definitely not. It's a good answer, Caitlin, but it's completely it's incorrect. Good, good try, but <laughs> it is wrong. <laughs> Story of the podcast. <laughs> Story of all the podcasts. Um, there are many castles in Ireland. Yeah, that's totally wrong, Caitlin. Okay. But think about your Guinness boyfriend. Oh. Oh. Might have something to do with that, even though we did not pre-rehearse that. That <laughs> just kind of happened. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Um. <laughs> I was going to say, what would you like to do with like your Guinness boyfriend? I would like to marry him you and would. live off his <laughs> money. 
Maybe try and get for, a maybe, combi. Maybe try the. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. So, so is that what it means? We're not in my fantasy world right now. We are in podcast <laughs> we're world. In some of us. We're in a little bit. All right. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Um, there. Uh, okay, you're terrible at this. You have five seconds. To okay, guess. fine. Um, rich people. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, there are Three. people who make Guinness in Ireland. Wrong. I know. I want to be married in a castle in Ireland. Well, I was thinking Goshlan. I thought maybe that was something with Guinness. Oh, no. that's so sad. You jumped to always the worst conclusions. We're talking about castles. How I know, could but, you not? but no, but past episodes, you've only recently started using the Yes, the I, theme, I certainly have. But you didn't clue me in on this. It's going so to, I've been thinking about everything. It's going to be the theme it's from going now to be on, the theme. so you cannot use that excuse anymore. Okay, well, now I know, but I didn't know. Now sure, I know. Sure, sure. I do want to be married in a castle in Ireland, so good job. I know. Well, okay, but you didn't know until today, and you made that before today. Very so, true. Good job, good job. Anyway, I'm going to take pots and pans <laughs> okay. today, which makes no sense at all. But Donalyn and did making Donalyn's meet. No, I don't know. Do- yeah, no, not that. Uh, Majestic Ireland is our tour for today. Majestic Ireland is a castle tour, so it's, it is. It's got all the castles. Okay. So you start in Dublin, and that can be Clontarf Castle, or you can stay at a nice five-star property in the city centre if that's uh, better, because Clontarf is a little bit outside the city, and you might want to be more central to, you know, walk around, I guess, and be closer to where the action is happening. But you can stay there before moving on to Waterford Castle, which is about two hours south, and you can explore Waterford. You can explore the Wicklow Mountains and Kilkenny. I should mention that this is probably best with a chauffeur driver because that way you don't have to worry about driving and you can stay at your nice castles and do as much driving as you can during the day and, you're a and driver, then which is kind just of cool. relax in the evening it's it's pretty nice um, after a night in Waterford you go across to Ballyseedy and you stay there and Ballyseedy is really nice you can explore all of Kerry from there you can explore Dingle Peninsula or you can explore the Ring of Kerry um, which is quite nice before you make your way up north a little bit um, to Ashford Castle and we've talked about Ashford Ashford is gorgeous great base to explore Kong yeah Kong is actually a really nice village I stopped there again I think we were talking about sports in the last episode and my first time I was in Kong we stopped there because my father was managing the senior team and it was championship day I think and they stopped there for a meal and kind of like a, you know, a team talk or whatever before going to play a match. Hmm. So I wandered around the town and I bought some penny sweets. I don't know if penny sweets over here, no? Mm. They'd be these penny candy. That's what we call it. Probably, here, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. You'd buy a little candy and you, you know, they'd be there a penny a piece or yeah. they'd, they'd weigh it and whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Get a little bag. Yeah. But I bought some uh, penny sweets anyway and stood on the bridge in Kong feeding the ducks with penny sweets so oh, it was, it was a nice little memory yeah, yeah they wow. really liked it and wow, I didn't I see know. them die while I was there so it was fine <laughs> um, but yeah a lovely little village and uh, as we mentioned synonymous with the Quiet Man movie that might mm-hmm. be talked about in the future and then from Ashford you're going to make your way back down towards Sharon, Shannon Airport and stay at Dromoland for the last night because it's only a hop skip and a jump to Shannon Airport from there and it's not that long a drive and you'll have seen 
a lot on the way, so you can spend most of the day and the afternoon in the grounds of Dromoland enjoying yourself, doing some of the activities, and just generally relaxing at the end of your tour, which is exciting, quite nice. Exciting, And so beautiful. Mm-hmm. As with all of our self-drive tours. And chauffeur. And so... So... Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> As with all of our self-drive and chauffeur tours, this is simply suggested itinerary. You have the power to come and go as you please. If you have places in mind that you would rather visit instead of the places that Joe just mentioned, or if you're looking for other suggestions, we are happy to help you. You can find this and other tours we've talked about on past episodes at crystal-travel.com reasons. That's all we have for you today. Stay tuned for reason. Yeah, that's not even close. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all we have for you today. That's all we have for you today. <laughs> Stay tuned for reasons. I don't know, my voice isn't great. Oh, so come I, on, I, I'll come let on. you do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we have for you today. Stay tuned for reason number 17 coming out Monday, May 18th. And now, Joe, we have our Boron here ready to go. Look at that. Reason number 17 is castles to rent or self-catering castles to be more specific. Or maybe a mixture of both to fit in some of the castle hotels that we didn't manage to fit in today. Perhaps, perhaps. We love to cheat. We do love to cheat. We thank you so much for listening. Uh, We want to remind you to visit 50reasonspodcast.com for upcoming episodes and show notes. Find us on Facebook at 50 Reasons Podcast. You can find us on Twitter as well at 50 Reasons Pod. And please, please, please find us on iTunes. Please, please, please find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, comment, tell your fish, tell your mailman, tell your dog, (laughs) tell your boss. The fish is a new one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like like to think the fish would enjoy it. We will take reviews from any body or any (laughs) land-based or sea-based mammal. If Flounder decides he is a fan, then by all means, we'll take it. I did watch Finding Dory the other night for the first time. Oh, precious, precious. All right. Until next time. Oh, no. No, I'm going to let you. Until next time, everybody. Slow on the wall, (laughs) you.